0: This is a story of Avanda Dowling, an unheralded black female gangster from Overtown, Miami. In the era of segregation and hardship, she rose to power and took over control of the streets. But as they always say, all empires come crumbling down. She didn't bow to pressure from rivals and authorities alike when they threatened her throne. But in the end, justice triumphed and they jailed her for 20 years the maximum punishment for her crimes. This is a story of a boss bitch who dared to challenge the societal norms of her times. Decades of neglect had left thousands of girls without hope for a better future. For Avanda, that was about to change. Miami became the entry port into America for bundles of cocaine, a product which provided an opportunity to make money, and the Noriegas and Pablo Escobars of the world were profiting in this market of users and abusers, but this powder came at a great cost, one which Avonda was all too familiar with. Since graduating from Carroll City High School, they had enticed Avonda into a dark and treacherous criminal world. Under the tutelage of a few Miami gangsters, she learned the ropes of trafficking bundles and even earned respect among the notorious hitmen and drug dealers of Overtown. She found her criminal apprenticeship invaluable after her boss was arrested and charged with various offenses. With him locked away, Avonda's ruthless reign began. She used her father's longshoreman union connection to get an advantage at the Port of Miami and soon became a powerful mover and shaker in the underworld. Avonda's family had a deep connection to the bustling waterfront of Jacksonville. Both her husband and three sons sought opportunity and stability at the port. But Gervonta Jackson didn't view it as simply a job. Her youngest son would become an NFL star with the Philadelphia Eagles. However, before his success, Avanda's husband became entangled in a criminal underworld that dragged her towards a fate she could not escape from. Her connections allowed her to build a drug empire running across states in the southeastern United States. She instilled fear in all, including those trying to take over her territory as she became one of the most powerful ganglords in the late 1980s. Avonda had money, power, and control. Robert was Avonda's go-to problem solver. Marlowe had crossed her and had to be dealt with, so Robert stepped in. He took care of business and didn't leave a trace. Now, as the 80s descended upon Miami, an epidemic plagued the streets. Delroy Uzi Edwards led this new wave of Jamaican gangs dabbling in this unlawful activity. Wanda rose from humble beginnings to becoming the plug for what would become known as candy on the corner. She learned how to cook it up, and before she knew it, they lined her pockets with money. Apartment complexes she owned were now dedicated to turning powder into rocks. The streets of Miami were abuzz with the hustler's spirit. After Avonda arrived on the scene, other street gangs flocked to follow her example and earn their own piece of the pie. The competitors fought tooth and nail to win. Avonda, however, remained undefeated. With law enforcement in her pocket and charitable donations to those in need, she had more than proved herself to the people of Overtown. While fear and chaos spread across the city, They spoke well of her generosity during holidays like Easter, Thanksgiving, and Christmas. Little did they know the devastation their actions would cause. Avanda's gang of soldiers had sparked a horrific war, terrorizing the people of Miami with no mercy. The crossfire caused the loss of innocent lives and injuries to countless others. Children as young as 18 months, teenagers, adults, and elderly all witnessed the devastating effects of this senseless violence. The gangs had access to military-grade weapons, such as grenades, making them almost impossible for local law enforcement to contain. President Clinton enacted a bill in 1994, prohibiting such weapons. Yet it proved futile, as it was already too late. So, in 1997, they formed a task force between federal and local law enforcement to ensure the safety of the people in Miami the feds re-examined every old case involving firearms in order to bring justice to those responsible. The federal courts with mandatory minimums took up the cases dropped by the state courts. Crime busters pursued Avonda and her hitmen and hustlers of the Booby Boys gang. One by one, they caught the members of her syndicate up, including Kenneth Booby Williams himself. The decisive action of law enforcement resulted in securing the once-fearsome felons with hefty 10-year sentences, leading to an 80% decrease in violent crimes like drive-bys. Avonda's old crew retreated against her and provided information on the corpses, left in the aftermath of her all-out war with the Booby Boys before she was rounded up and brought to trial in 1998. Her lieutenants testified she had ordered these hits, a damning indictment. They claimed Avonda paid them to execute her wrath. A mountain of evidence piled up against Fonda, with over 50 witnesses ready to testify against him. The prosecutors wanted charges that would have made Avonda eligible for the death penalty. Yet, in a shocking twist of fate, Judge Seitz, the daughter of a retired three star general, imposed the maximum sentence, sending 40 year old Avonda Dowling to prison for 20 years. Her story was a solemn reminder of the dangers of gang life. If you liked this content, don't forget to leave us a positive review or rating. Subscribe and follow us on social media at No Tears for Black Girls and on Twitter as No Tears for BG. Be loved, be blessed, stay safe.